Aloha and welcome once again to another episode of the Hawaii Vacation Connection. My name is Bruce Fisher. Thank you for checking in with us for this Friday, August 17th, 2012. This is about our 518th podcast. I've actually stopped counting. I, don't, I just, they're up in that, that's about right. We don't really number the episodes anymore, but we're up in about the 518th mark. Uh, having a great day here. Today is Admissions Day in Hawaii. 53 years ago on this day, Hawaii became officially the 50th state. And, you know, people don't run around really celebrating that here uh, for obvious reasons, and we won't get into that today, but uh, we got a lot of ground to cover. I'm going to talk today about surviving jet lag when you come to Hawaii Nei. Also, lots of vacation news that will spark some conversation as we get through the podcast today. Hope you're having a great day, great weekend, wherever you are, if you're catching it today on Friday or if you're catching it during the week. Remember, we do this podcast every Friday for you. And in the meantime, you can also keep track of what we're doing over here on our website, www.hawaii-aloha.com. Tons of information there, our blog, our podcast, our videos, all designed to help you plan a more memorable Hawaii vacation, but more importantly, we hope that we can earn your business. All we do here is help folks plan their Hawaii vacations. All of our agents are either born or raised here or lived here most of their lives. So if you're planning a Hawaii vacation, please give us a call, get involved with us, 1-800-843-8771 is the number. If you'd like me to talk about something here on the podcast, maybe you need some advice about your Hawaii vacation, I would love to help you, and I would love to earn your business. Just reach out to me, Bruce, at hawaii-aloha.com. want to give a shout-out to a woman who wrote me uh, just the other day. Her name is Margo, and she wrote me a note on Facebook, and she said last night she watched some of the videos, and she really enjoyed them. She also listens to our podcast pretty regularly, and she goes on to kind of like say that, she would have loved to have me help her plan her vacation, but because she has basically a very controlling husband, <laughs> he is the planner and he does everything. And, you know, I'm looking at some of the things that they're going to be doing. And it's, you know, she mentions here she's looking for something low key. And she has a couple of kids that maybe are, have some challenges with autism and other stuff. And she's she wants it to be, uh, you know, as less stress as possible. But, but she's headed to the crazy Disney Aulani, which is great for kids, you know, but it is, I mean, far from calm and peaceful <laughs> at that place, you know, and then goes on to talk about uh, doing everything that everybody else does, the Dole Plantation, the Pearl Harbor, the Polynesian Cultural Center, and, you know, it goes back to the thing that I, I say a lot here. I know it's hard for you guys to trust me, and um, it, it, it really warms my heart when I see somebody really take my advice and not just uh, parrot back all the things that everybody else is doing. Now, Margo, I'm not coming down on you because I love that you wrote me in it, and I really do appreciate you listening to the show. But, you know, part of what I'm trying to really help folks with is to get experiences that they that other people don't get. And if you're a planner, all you're going to do is go on to the web and look at everything else everybody did. And that's what it looks like is happening here. So while I wish you a fantastic trip, I really wish you would let me help you plan your vacation because I promise you, if you get me involved in it, 
you'll have the time of your life and you'll be experiencing things that nobody else is, is telling you about because we're here. Every day I'm finding out new things. You're not going to find out about that on the web, going to TripAdvisor and listening to people on the mainland who really are just listening to everybody else. So this there's just like this... You know, it's like a, a pebble in the ocean, you know, it just, it, it's this ripple effect of people doing these same things over and over again and thinking that's what Hawaii is all about. So um, I do appreciate that she took my uh, Ted's Bakery tip. She's going to be headed to get some uh, halpia pie up on the North Shore. So I do appreciate it. Maybe you want to have a talk with the hubby and say, hey, let's, uh, let's break out of our comfort zone. Let's, uh, let's not be such a control freak. Uh, let's do some of the things Bruce is talking about. In fact, let's give Bruce a call and give him an opportunity. You know, support small business. We're a small business. You know, why? Well, you know, if you're going to be doing these things anyway, why not give me a call and let me help you book the Polynesian Culture? Center. I'll do it. I won't be, you know, thrilled about it. I mean, I don't mind the Polynesian Cultural Center. I think it's a good thing to be doing. It's it's not a must do. I don't. I think you can get everything that the Polynesian Cultural Center offers other ways here in Hawaii in a more traditional sense. But I'm happy to uh, to, to book all these uh, traditional things that everybody's doing that they think is, uh, you know, all about Hawaii. So thank you again, Margo. We do appreciate you listening. And, you know, maybe I have some suggestions for the hanging out the beach days. Uh, there are some beautiful beaches out, actually out in Koalina. So I do think you can get some relaxation there. I don't want you to get the wrong idea. But Disney Alani, with the craziness that out there, it is uh, the time I was there, I didn't find it relaxing at all. I, I had nothing but uh, craziness all around me at <laughs> that place. So, uh, hopefully you'll have a great time. It looks like you got a good deal and we are happy for you. Another similar email I got from a Jeremy. He's been following me quite some time and it's another one of these things where um, I've done everything. I've booked everything myself, but uh, Bruce, can you, can you help me get out of a problem here? Apparently, he uh, had some problems when he took his flight home on United Airlines and he sat at the airport for five hours in Lahui because of a mechanical uh, a mechanical problem and then and apparently they couldn't fix the plane so at about 3:30 in the morning they completely canceled the flight and at that point they got no food and no vouchers they wanted to make him wait in Hawaii for a day and a half before they could find another flight for him but apparently he complained enough and they were able to book him on an American Airlines flight. So this was on United originally, and so they booked him on an American uh, Airlines flight to get home the next day, which they should. And you should always, and this is, you know, this is one of these things where here's a guy who is now coming to me after wanting advice when if he had used us to begin with, and this is a perfect example of why you should use a travel agent, we could have probably have found out this a lot sooner and could have had them, the, the, the problem solved a lot sooner. So it's another thing where people want their cake and eat it too. They want all of my advice for free. They want everything. But then when they get into trouble, they realize, oh, they really should have somebody on their side. They really should be an advocate. So Jeremy, I say to you, thank you for listening to me, but what does it take to get you to be a customer? What would it take to, uh, to, is it all about price? I mean, do I have to be the cheapest guy or does the service mean something to you? And it sounds like you appreciate what we do. So next time, give me a call. I, these are the kind of things. Now he's asking me for advice. They get, he says that he got a, that um, they gave us a $200 voucher for the next flight on United Airlines with some stipulations. And he doesn't think that's quite fair. Now what we end up doing for our customers, and had you been a customer of ours, we would go to, we would go to battle for you. Think a voucher 
for $200 is a pretty good you know, resolution to the issue. I mean, you did get your flight back. That was paid for. You didn't have to pay any extra money for that flight. A $200 voucher for a flight on, on United Airlines can go a long way. So it seems like a pretty good resolution. But again, because I didn't know all the circumstances, I, I can't tell. Sometimes we're able to get refunds, actual refunds for, for people because we have somebody on our staff who is really good at this kind of stuff because she understands the FAA laws. And it could be, you know, a mechanical problem is something that you really should be grateful that they found it because you don't want to have a serious problem on a plane. So this kind of thing just underlines how important it is to have an agent, somebody to work with so that when something goes wrong, you've got somebody on your side. I mean, I often say that we do our best work when things go wrong and not when things go right. So hopefully that helps you, Jeremy. And the bottom line moral of the story is use a travel agent. We get the same or better airfare rates than you can find at Expedia Travelocity and all these online travel companies who obviously you couldn't get any help from. I'm sure that if you called Expedia, they wouldn't give you the time of day. If you call the airlines, they're not going to give you the time of day. So who do you have? So if you don't have an agent, you're on your own. So that's the moral of, moral of that story. Let's move on to our topic for today. Actually, why don't we get into a little bit of news? Because I know a lot of people have been asking me about airfares. The cheap airfare season is now on. Cheap airfare to Hawaii is hitting airlines everywhere, making it extremely affordable to travel to the islands now. Uh, peak summer season has ended, and the slower season starts to take over. And then we start to see these great prices for flights in order to boost the economy here and keep things moving during slower times. Now, these slower seasons tend to be after summer and after winter and outside the normal school breaks, such as uh, spring break or Thanksgiving break, which leaves a good chunk of the year left for cheap tickets when you think about it. And now's a good time to book that long-awaited vacation, folks, or even that last-minute flight to Hawaii, because we're actually able to get those right now. Inventory at the hotels might be an issue, because as I've been saying last few weeks, I have never seen it so busy in Hawaii, ever. Ever, in my entire career doing this. It's almost 14 years now. And we're starting to see flights uh, starting at $300 round trip. It's pretty amazing to see these low fares again. I love seeing it. Las Vegas to Maui, 431 Los Angeles to Hilo for 351 there's flights here from San Francisco to Honolulu for 381 And look at this, like from New York to Honolulu, $621 round trip. And we were seeing that just a few months ago from the East Coast, I mean from the West Coast for almost five, $600. There's booking windows that you have to be aware of. So give us a call right now. Get in on the cheaper airfare and we'll get you all hooked up. 1-800-843-8771. Something that we also take a close look here, and especially for folks who are renting cars, is car prices. You know, I always tell folks, get the cheapest car you can. You know, the economy car is fine because the gas is going to be less. And right now we're seeing 20% higher prices in Hawaii for gas than on the mainland. Hawaii's statewide gas price right now is at $4.17, which is three cents more than last weekend. At the same time last year, it was seven cents less than it is today. Of all the islands, the Big Island has the biggest increase, with Hilo averaging $4.20 a gallon. So I think you should expect these prices to continue to soar. 
Very important for Hawaii vacationers to understand that when you're budgeting your vacation, make sure you budget for gas because it's really expensive here. And I always say never use the gas programs at the uh, airports because invariably you won't use all that gas. When we went to Kauai recently and we went up to the North Shore, we only used a quarter of a tank. Because once you get up there, you don't really need to drive anywhere else. And so for Oahu, if you're going to be doing a lot of driving, it just depends on how much driving you're going to do. But uh, chances are you won't use up a whole tank of gas on your vacation. So it doesn't make sense to use the gas programs at the rental car places. They're just It's just a big ripoff. Uh, Hawaii Vacan Volcanoes National Park Quarter. Now, have you taken a moment to go through some of your old coins in your piggy bank, if you have one of those, or your coin pouch or your cup holder, to check out the quarters lately? Because since 2010, the U.S. Mint and National Park Service has been unveiling new quarter designs that depict national parks and other uh, historical sites. And to date, there are 56 different locations on the backs of quarters. And the newest addition is on the big island of Hawaii, Hawaii Volcanoes National Park. This is going to be a collector's item, so check it out. The agencies are planning a ceremony on Wednesday, August 22nd at Kilauea Volcano to introduce this new coin. This is a brand new coin. And these are kind of fun things you can like look for when you come to Hawaii and bring back as souvenirs. So check that out. They'll be in circulation very soon. You know, a few people have asked me what's going on in Lanai. Remember that guy, Larry Ellison, the CEO of Oracle? He purchased the land earlier this year, but he still has not released what his plans are for the land. And a lot of people are getting really curious and calling into his offices and stuff and not getting any response. So people think it's kind of like a big mystery about what he's doing. Um, people over there are reporting that there are no changes being made to the island and nothing out of the ordinary. And Larry Ellison evidently has not made any kind of appearances there since he's bought it. There have been whispers that his people are traveling to and from Lanai quite a bit. And as of today, Friday, August 17th, there is no word about what is happening on Lanai and what his plans are for the future. Also, a couple things we're taking a look at. We're following pretty closely what's happening with that airline merge with American Airlines and U.S. Airways. And it looks like they're headed more towards a merger. I think that is going to be something that we need to take a look at here. It's going to affect our airlift, but no news on that as well. Okay, let's uh, talk about our topic for today, which is jet lag. That's right. You know, you're coming to Hawaii. If you're coming from the East Coast, it's going to be five or six hour difference. If it's you're coming from the West Coast, it's going to be two to three hours difference. So it has a little bit of an effect on your circadian rhythms, if you will. You know, when you're flying to Hawaii, you're going to be traveling west, so you gain time. And it just depends on when you're going to come here, because remember that here in Hawaii, we don't observe daylight savings time. So that's why sometimes from the west coast, it's two hours, and sometimes it's three hours. And I think just generally, it's going to be easier for you. You're going to have less of a problem coming here than when you go back, because when you go back, you lose time. And that means you lose sleep and it's a little bit more uncomfortable. And I always tell folks that when you're headed back, make sure that final day you're really getting a good night's sleep. If you have some kids with you, make sure they get to bed at a decent hour. Even though your body may be staying up a little bit later, it's real important to try and get at least a good solid eight-hour sleep before you head back to the main, you know, back to the mainland. So we put this question to our Facebook friends and most people 
say the same thing, and that is when they get here, they're obviously waking up a lot earlier. People tell me they wake up here between 2 and 5 a.m. Hawaii time because their bodies are still regulated to the mainland time. Uh, 4 a.m. obviously is really 7 a.m. in California during this time of year, which means that people will be waking up in Hawaii way before the sun rises. So for those early risers, you probably want to start hitting the beach and start your activities probably around 8 o'clock in the morning. That's when usually people do it. And that's why sometimes when people come in, we put them on the Pearl Harbor tour right away because you got to leave really early in the morning at like 6 o'clock in the morning to get on the bus to go do that. And very often people are wide awake. The only issue with that is make sure that if you have breakfast at the hotel, that breakfast is going to be available for you at 6 a.m. Sometimes it's not, and I've heard that problem in the past. So you're going to get up earlier. You're going to start to acclimate slowly to the time change here. And depending on your body, you know, you'll react, uh, you know, accordingly. I know I like to, the minute I get on the plane, if I'm on the East Coast, I immediately put my clock on Hawaii time and vice versa. When you're going back, put your watch back to the time you're headed to. And that, I don't know, helps me for some, some reason. For people who are traveling further distances away, obviously you guys are going to be affected more by the jet lag. And for for you guys, I always say try to give yourself a day or two to acclimate once you've reached here because it does take a little bit out of you. And it also depends on what time you fly into Hawaii. So we really, for the most part, I usually tell people, especially from the East Coast, to just take it easy the first day. Don't try to cram too much in. Uh, try to take a nap if you can. Go out to the beach. Um, don't schedule any kind of exhaustive thing. You know, don't do not do like the hiking or the shopping or stuff like that right out of the box. Let yourself settle in to the new surroundings. You know, take it easy with your iPad or a book or something. Go to a cocktail hour, you know, unpack. Just unwind. Enjoy yourself. Relax. You're in paradise. Uh, I know you're excited, but it's best to just you know, relax a little bit before you get into anything heavy. I've also had a lot of people tell me that, you know, when they step off the plane, they, you know, they kind of feel the humidity here and that kind of has an effect on their circadian rhythms and this whole jet lag effect. But give yourself a couple of days again to get adjusted to the tropical air here. And, you know, we have trade winds, which is our natural air conditioner, and it's really ideal. And the weather is always pretty much perfect. Those hot, humid days are very rare. But there is more humidity here than a lot of places, and you need to expect that. But you also wouldn't expect this. We also say, you know, pack a light sweater, because sometimes in the evenings when the trade winds are blowing, from the north especially, it tends to get a little cool. Also, in the restaurants, a lot of times the AC is really, really cool, cool in their indoor area. Sometimes I just always wear a long sleeve shirt because I'm going to get cold in the restaurants. This happens a lot to me. So always bring a little sweater. It's not like you're always going to be wearing t-shirts here, especially if you go into a restaurant that's really cold. But for the most part, those are my tips. We have more tips available on our blog. If you just type in jet lag, there's tons of uh, suggestions, things about hydrating and things you can do on the plane and stuff like that that I didn't cover here. And also check out our podcast page, which has all the information that I just talked about right now today. So hopefully that helps you out. Well, that's going to wrap it up. 
Don't forget, we do this every Friday. Check with us next Friday and drop me a line. I do love to hear from you. Bruce at hawaii-aloha.com. Also, give us a call. Let us help you plan a really memorable vacation. That's what we really love to do. That's what our passion is. We're a small business. It's you're, support, you're, you're supporting the backbone of our country when you support a company like ours and you use our services. So give us a call, 1-800-843-8771. That's going to do it. For my beautiful wife, Yaling, and all of us here at Hawaii Aloha Travel, I'll say aloha and mahalo.